You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. It's showtime. This is the first of many throwback episodes that we will be releasing over the next couple weeks, mm-hmm. months, years, um, perhaps. Years. We are recording two what two hundred and twelve bonus episodes today. Right, right now. Today. They're yeah. each gonna be six and a <laughs> <Right>. half minutes. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get all our thoughts. Five minute reviews is what we're calling it. Hashtag. Okay, ready? Go. No. Good, bad, or good or bad. All right, A plus. All right. All right, cool. Where, yeah. Where can I find you on Twitter, Kent? Um This is a movie that we've gotten requested a lot, but this feels the most applicable right now at this moment. Mm. Uh, middle of the summer. Middle of baseball season, mm-hmm. uh, All Star break. Quite literally, there. the middle, yeah, like uh, All Star break. But it, um, it's one that we've gotten a lot of requests for, and we've gotten sentences such as "favorite movie of all time," and uh, "my favorite childhood movie," and "best baseball movie of all Let's time." Let's say it together, it's Babel, right? <laughs> That's what we're doing. Babel, yeah, isn't that the kids favorite love childhood Babel. movie? Yeah, I thought kids, you were, I thought you were spinning it. to it, man. I show uh, Cooper Babel on a weekly basis. He just can't get enough. Loves it. Ah, that is that All is those a stories. movie I have not thought of God, since I that day. That it's right around that shelf. Yeah, that's that might be my roommates. Then I don't. I haven't seen Babel <laughs> since literally it came out. I don't. So we're not doing random. Babel. What are nope. we doing? Oh, okay. This is a movie that uh, I loved as a kid, and uh, do I love it now? We will find out. Oh. We're talking The Sandlot today. Boom, uh, this is one of those that um, is full of just nostalgia. I think it was kind of made for nostalgia. Yeah, it's, an, it's nostalgia <laughs> porn, arguably. It's yeah. like, it's, um, remember when life was good. Right. Right. It, it, if you grew up in that time, I guess it's the mid-50s, 60s, early 60s. Which we did. Um, I'm sure this is even more nostalgic for you. But uh, it definitely is intergenerational. Um, it applies to the good old memories of kids hanging out in the summertime applies to everybody, I guess. Absolutely. But uh, what was your exposure like to The Sandlot growing up? Did you see it in the theater? Did you come on later? What What was that uh, like? Ryan, you're the oldest. So. I am. I was. This is actually based on my life. So, yep. <laughs> um, I didn't see it in theaters. I, I'm guessing I saw it on VHS. Shortly thereafter, I remember watching it at school. I was going to say, which is really it was weird. like the definitive daycare movie to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely remember watching it in a school. Like in fifth grade, fifth grade was the first time that we had two teachers. We'd always had, you know, you had besides yeah. your PE and stuff like right. that, like you, your entire classroom is in one class. Fifth grade, they split it up and we, we had like two subjects with the cool Mrs. Willis mm. and the rest of our subject was with the less cool big shout to Miss Willis. Yeah. What's up, Miss Willis? I don't remember the other Mrs. Nash. Trenchbull. I hated Mrs. Nash. So we went to Mrs. Willis's classroom and, uh, and I don't remember why I don't, there's no relevant reason why you would watch Sandlot in a classroom, but we did. We also watched the Star Trek, the next generation finale in class. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ken and I had to teach um, a lesson once in class, and we showed all of Little Giants. Yep. Nice. We were I, supposed to show the first trust five Trust me, it's going to get to the point <laughs> that we just you kept need doing to it, and we yeah. ate up an entire class period, Gosh, which we were immensely heroes, proud of. Heroes. Um, I do remember, like, immediately, the first time I saw this, it was a, an immediate reaction of, like, 
Gosh, I love this. And I hated baseball at that time. I did not care for baseball at all until uh, my probably my teenage years because it was just such a boring sport really? to me. Uh, I, well, I sucked at it, too. That was, that was part of it. I'm a basketball guy. I played soccer. Um, and, and, yeah, this guy. I played basketball, soccer, and tennis. Uh, I hated baseball. I could never – I couldn't hit the ball. I couldn't catch the ball. was just terrible at it. Didn't enjoy watching it. Um, this probably is this and rookie of the year are probably two of the reasons that I, I like baseball now. Like that's probably the beginning of the, uh, starting to appreciate baseball for what it is. I've probably seen this movie. I don't know, three dozen times or something. I mean, it's a, this is a top five baseball movie for me. Um, and, uh, so it's, it'll be fun to talk about with you guys. What is your, what about you, Richard, as far as when you saw when you yeah, were Yeah. So like I said, I think. It was definitely like an after-school care staple, um, and is it's weird, you know. For me, I liked, I loved baseball as a kid, and have since grown less fond of it. Still like it, but it's probably my number yeah. three or four sport where it was like I was identified myself first and foremost as a baseball fan as a kid. It's funny, uh, <clears throat> but what's weird is I I wasn't that into the Sandlot in that it kind of what the Sandlot does exceptionally well is capture uh, kind of the emotive spirit of ba- what baseball means to the culture. Right. Didn't care about that at all. I liked, like, players and Major League Baseball. and like, So I loved Little Big League way more than the same. That's <laughs> why I liked Rookie of the Year, because yeah. it was set in the Major League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was a real team. Yeah. I, liked rookie, I loved Rookie of the Year for comedy, and I loved Little Big League. For realism. For realism. <laughs> and like, hey, look, Ken Griffey's in this movie. Right. And all this stuff. And I loved Major League. Now, as a kid, I saw Major League 2 mostly because it was PG-13, and then mm-hmm. I saw Major League a little later because it was a hard R, which is a great idea, by the way, to make an R-rated movie and then just make the sequel the exact same movie. We'll just make it PG-13 and add two different characters. Yeah. Great concept. Um, but uh, so Sandlot is not a top five baseball movie for me. I liked it. It was always on, like I said, like after school care or something. It just like I don't know. I always, even as a kid, I thought it was boring, and so I went back and rewatched it. Like uh, when this stuff first started, we started talking about doing it, and liked it more now because now I have like I'm less like I don't care as much about like sabermetrics or something as I did when I was like <laughs> right. seven. Yeah, and I actually like enjoy the and understand the context of the nostalgia and what that time period means for America yeah. and the Greatest Generation and all that. Yeah. So like, um. And even though that, that yeah. those guys aren't that generation, but I just mean like that that time period. Uh, so so I, I enjoy it more now. But as a kid, couldn't would like kind of roll my eyes when it was on at friends' houses and t- tell them about the merits of Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah, I feel like for a time when you when I was younger, it was kind of played out. Like you're you're right. Yeah, like yeah. You, you watched it a bunch. It's always kids, around. Yeah. Like it was. It's like a certain said, kind of kid. You're it. always on. You always go to a friend's house randomly, and right. they would, their brother would be watching it. Or well, it's like or... it's one of those movies that is, it's safe to put on if you if you're around a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. If you've got a bunch of ten year olds over, a parent can put yeah. that on. It's safe, but it's not like kitty. Yeah, it's not G rated animated. It's like they say the S bomb. So this is. I mean, it's kind of serious. Yeah. you know, is everything kids okay? Are you all right? Kids you know? almost think they're watching like a movie made for adults. Yeah, at that point. yeah. But yeah, totally. they're just chewing tobacco. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. There's a little. It's a little subversive for a kids movie, I guess. And so it's it's like safe, but also makes you feel like you're watching something. Yeah, a I remember. Exactly. I always thought it was kind of like I never realized how big. Even until really we start talking about throwbacks and people started talking to us about it. 
But it's kind of over the course of my life, I've realized how big this movie was. I actually th- thought when I was a kid that it was maybe only big with kids at my school. Sure. Me yeah. too. Yeah. And I was like, eh. and then like I remember getting the like middle school or something, and some kids like AOL screen name was like PFF Flyer, <laughs> and I was like, or PF Flyer, and yeah. I was like, all right, that's weird. I guess he's seen that too. And then like people would always be like, favorite movie of all time, The Sandlot. And I'm like, yeah. you're 19. Like, get <laughs> yeah. your crap together. Now I realize how seminal that movie is. Right. Um, but yeah, and like that era of kids '90s movies, the best, great era. But it's not Sandlot's not super high. Like I like as a kid. Now I will admit. Now I think Sandlot's a really well made movie. But like I would be like, oh, I'll watch the Big Green over this <laughs> all day. Give me Big, Big Green. Give me Kid in King Arthur's Court. Yeah. Oh, uh, or um, Blank Check. Oh yeah. A blank Check was one of my favorites. Blank Check. I've was always awesome. wanted to go back and tabulate how much he actually <laughs> spent. Know. Yeah. Because it's way more than a million. And Car- uh, Pete Karen Duffy too, total smoke show back in the. And mid-90s. she's just like making out with the like the twelve year old kid, and no one seems to like bat an eye. It's clearly just something horrible. Well, she's hot. So we it's need okay. to do a blank check episode <laughs> yeah, at some point. No one, would, no one would listen to that because uh, no one saw that. Producer Steven has a lot of blank check hot takes. <laughs> believe it or not, I know that comes as a shocker to you guys. He's got some HSOs on. Producer Steven needs to come talk OJ oh, at some we point. Do. Yeah, we need to get we need to just sit him down for eight hours and just do a bank of bonus episodes with producer Steven. Tell yes. us about your story. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's great. But um Sandlot for me, just on your point, Richard, it I always felt like it was a little bit of a cult movie. And it was more appreciated by people who really knew about movies. For me it wasn't yeah. it wasn't kiddy enough, honestly, for me. As it's a like kid. if Spielberg yeah. made a baseball movie. Yeah, it really yeah oh, totally. Yeah. It's um man. Well, the tweets we got for this, it, overwhelming. It was overwhelming, but I didn't get it much. You know, I'll be like Richard. Like I, if you say favorite movie of all time, you say the Sandlot. I'll be like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, but on this last rewatch, I don't do that. I judge you in my head. <laughs> when I watched it this past week, this movie is like masterpiece level. Like awesome. it's really well put great, together. Great. Yeah, it is really like good. every scene is so so funny and memorable, yeah. and the kids are so spot on. Almost every level, yeah. um, it, it is. It's as close to perfect as I could have imagined it being, or yeah. remembered it being. And I was laughing, and it's so iconic and so well shot. And like, there's so many stories going on. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this because this was way better than I remember it being. Sure. And um, this was this is an incredible movie, or not incredible movie, but this is a this is a very enlightening experience watching this again. The, um, because I don't remember a lot of this. Good. I'm glad you're kind of with me on that. Yeah. I felt like I'd be the, the jerk on So this. what was the biggest st- standout to you in this last time as far as, wow, that's a lot better than I remember it being or something like that? Um, the kids' performances, when you're uh-huh. like old enough to actually appreciate acting. Like yeah. when I was a kid, I'd be like, best actor in the world? Um, probably Macaulay Culkin, right? <laughs> you know, like, you don't, and then you watch him as an adult, and he's really good in those Home Alone movies, but there's like moments of weakness. Now yeah. that you can kind of understand kid acting now i think the sandlot is some of the best and um and it does it in a way that the kids it seems like they're not reading from the script yeah a lot of times with kid actors they're memorizing the lines yeah. and it just seems so wooden mm-hmm. i felt a little bit of that in bfg a couple weeks ago sure. yeah definitely like that girl while she's very talented she obviously has you know taking acting classes and things like that she almost felt like the girl in acting like in school that always was taking private acting class. Yeah, so you could tell, yeah. like, a like, girl in class, you're like, oh, you're old, roll your eyes whenever she right. gets up to speak right. or whatever. I didn't feel that here. Um, I felt like these were my friends. Like, this was a real group of kids that were really friends, and 
they weren't really acting, you know, it had that very natural vibe to it. And, uh, Oh, you feel like it was a lot of improv too from these kids. It doesn't. It didn't seem forced in a lot of the jokes and things like that, and just sure. the way re- they react to things. I don't know if it's the direction or if they just found these this group of kids is just having to have that chemistry. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever they did, it worked here. Yeah. But yeah, the acting for the kids especially stuck out to me. What stood out for you, Bry guy? You know, I'm just. I'm surprised, I guess, because I, I appreciated this, as I said, more than you guys did as a kid. I, I really enjoyed this You're movie. also a little older than us. I am. It you was... probably had more. See, we had to watch it with total kid brains. Brian right. had. What were you? Uh... I was in fifth grade. Yeah, oh, okay. That's yeah. a big difference. And so you actually understood It was things. geared to me, I think, yeah, maybe more. a little bit more than you guys. Um, totally I mean, you're fair. totally right. It was it was an overwatch. There was definitely a 10-year break where I was like, I never want to yeah. see the Sandlot again because everybody, it's it's on at every birthday party and uh, and every church gathering or whatever. It's just like, gosh, I, I'm so tired of seeing the movie. Um, so it's been, a, it's been a couple years since I've watched it. I'm so impressed <laughs> with the structure of the movie and the pacing and the way that it moves. It's... I don't know how David Evans, the director, hasn't had more good right? work. Yeah. Because this is, look, I don't know that it's a masterpiece, but to take a kid's movie like this and to uh, string it out the way that, that it's done here and to have each scene have a life of its own and to really grasp that. This was his first movie. Yeah, and it's, look, it's definitely, like you said, Richard, it's, you know, it's nostalgia porn, but it's done without any it's it's not heavy handed no, I guess in its nostalgia ness. I think it's really a love letter in a way to yeah, baseball yeah. and I don't think you can do that without the nostalgia porn expert. Like I don't right. really mean that as an insult. No, 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 I got you. Yeah. It's that but that's done so poorly most of the time. Whenever yes. you get into that kind of uh that territory it's typically just beating you over the head with America was only great from, until 1970, yeah. you know, um, or Jimmy Carter really screwed this country up, you know, yeah. that sort of thing where you're just like, I just chill, you know, or one of the other things that I think is great about this is it doesn't try to get too tricky with the time period. It doesn't try no. to like make any jokes about who was president at that time yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, it is a, it's, it's a home run. It's kind of like it's you totally like isolated to yes. these kids park. Right. And the fact that they love Babe Ruth. Yes. Like that's the only that, thing in the world that's that the exists. Whole thing. It is, it is like a, it's just a small sample of what American culture was like for these kids in this town mm. in that year. And it's obviously, you know, the point is to make that see to make people who were <laughs> alive back then who experienced that remember that this is how it was in their town and this is what it was like for them growing up. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't hit you over the head with that or all. try to be too too cute with the way in which it interacts with its time period. And I just I'm so impressed with that. I really would love to know um you know, it doesn't have a great rotten tomato score, which I'm offended by, but the I, I want to know why David Evans isn't had more stuff because it's such a he's really this is a really good job and a really incredible take on the on the way to do this that uh, could have easily been screwed up for most people. So totally, it. Uh, I definitely didn't notice that when I was ten. Obviously, you know? oh, you did. <laughs> obviously, you didn't see the Sandlot too. Because <laughs> Maybe that's the killer. It yeah. really it, this it really peaks there. Okay, I think. <laughs> All right. I think just the characters really the structure, come to light, yeah. even though they're none of the same people. 
I mean, it really, <laughs> it really is that universe. You see what they were going for. But that's funny that it was his first thing mm-hmm. he did. Let's see, first kid. Remember that was yeah, Sinbad. Sinbad uh, was the, that's a great one. And Zachary Ty Bryan and that Sinbad other. was the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zachary Ty Bryan, and then some kid who somehow got the the part over Zachary Ty Bryan. I know <laughs> the lead who was. Okay, Brock Pierce, of course, Brock Pierce. Right. Grew up to be you. Brock Lesnar. A lot of people don't know. Don't know that. <laughs> Brock Pierce was appeared in multiple Mighty Ducks movies. Oh, that's right. I don't remember him from Mighty Ducks either. I, I think I do. Possible? He's an actor producer though, so cool. maybe he's maybe he's been behind the scenes more. No. I love that's another one like to me I loved Mighty Ducks more than these two as a kid. It was such a good we grew up like a lot of times, I lament not growing up in different eras. But in terms of like kid movies, I can't think of a better era. No, we 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 crushed yeah. at that time. Like just the kids movies featuring kids. That's exactly. the other part. Like it, there's a, plenty of kids movies that get made that are, feature adults and like you one. Even kid. make argument like the Marvel movies. Yeah, now are that yeah. kind of in a way. Yeah, exactly. This this whole era of the Mighty Ducks and Little Big League and Little Giants and. Rookie of, the uh, year. rookie of the year and on, on down the list is uh, Angels in the Outfield. You know that's like that's like prime peak time for uh, for that sort of movie, and we were you know sitting sitting pretty right in the middle of it. Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you: Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Well, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh. It's sourced from local farms. And there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now. And they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, Soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. You don't say it often, but this one does a particularly good job of working in music and yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. nostalgic oh, yeah. music. I mean, some of the for sure, it's just so freaking iconic. Mm-hmm. Some of the like the scene with where they're listening to, to tequila, not listening to it, but tequila is playing. They're yeah. doing the merry-go-round when they're all puking. <laughs> I mean, that is awesome. And then 
when the uh, the other team rolls up, like the, yeah. the uh, rich team, the Green right. Onions song. I yeah. mean, it's like you hear that and you think of this movie that you don't mm-hmm. doesn't happen a lot with songs that you can associate it that closely, especially mm-hmm. songs that are that. Yeah, Ray, Ray Charles' song on on the fireworks scene is so oh, good too. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's just speaking of like iconic scenes that uh, I didn't really really even remember. Um, there's the fact that he plays catch with his dad and that's like a big impact on his life is right. how he doesn't know about baseball because his dad's not there for him mm-hmm. i think that actually kind of works more here or it gives it some good context but um <laughs> the first time he throws the ball when he's in the outfield and he throws it like two feet and yeah. then they show that wide shot of the field and every kid's like falling Just on the ground staring, yeah. Like, yeah laughing yeah uh, that's hilarious it's a great sequence and it always it now reminds me y'all remember the volkswagen commercial from a couple of years ago where the dad's trying to teach his kid to yeah. throw and has that just yeah. wonky release <laughs> yeah every now every time i watch the sandlot i will think of that uh, that commercial and he's like uh he goes to retrieve the ball um i think it goes over the fence or something like that and he says what took you so long? My clothes are going out of style. And he's like, they already are out of style. <laughs> that's a good uh, line that I forgot about also. Um, Ham hits the home run. It's hilarious when he's running around the bases, and he's running like Big Poppy style around yeah. the bases yeah. and doing that whole dance. Um, Patrick Renna himself, or Ham the character, like, has there ever been a kid actor that's that funny, like naturally it's- funny? I mean, the, he just nails the catcher thing. Yeah, so he well knows there. exactly the, whoever coached him on what he needed to do, or maybe that's just who he was <laughs> as a kid. Like Big they Green, found the that's right what, person. That's what Richard said. Yep. Yeah, and then they coached him quite well to uh, to be that kind of uh, spark plug for the team that you you know totally the, kind of the classic <laughs> when, he tell, when when he tells him Baby Ruth or whatever. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> What? <laughs> He's just uh, completely floored. The fact that somebody didn't know who mm-hmm. Bay Ruth was is great. Um, when um, <laughs> the you play ball like a girl again, that great scene, scene. Um, it completely shuts it Shot down. Shot so well too. The, like the the pan across to all their faces of like, oh man, this just escalated. Like, this exactly. just took it to another level. We can't. My, their minds are blown. Yeah. And uh, it's like the equivalent of of like being in a bar with the with a friend who just you know that he just challenged somebody to an actual fight. Like we just right. went from we're kind of fooling around to oh crud we got to back took him up now. With, this is a fight. They're calling now. each other fart breath. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You play ball this like is a, a fight. Girl. It's like, this is a fight. Sorry, <gasps> that's yeah. so good. But they you know they scheduled the game for like noon the next day, <laughs> and then it cuts to Ham going. Play ball, <laughs> it's yeah. so good. And then it, and then he just talks. Then it trash. cuts to him talking it's all trash. Him. There's nothing. Yeah, else it's like in that ham scene. for like ten yeah. minutes in that yeah. that part, and it's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. I remember as a kid, uh, that was a number one insult that we could throw out at our at our at each other was if I was as ugly as you, I'd sh- if my dog was as ugly as you are, I'd shave his butt and make him watch back walk backwards. Yeah. like, are you serious? You talking to me? What? <laughs> you want to go like that kind of? That was the the escalator. But um, it goes. You wish your face was the dog's butt. (laughs) It goes from that that sequence that you play ball like a girl to them playing the game, great scene. To them going to the carnival afterwards to celebrate the win, great scene. Mm -hmm. It's just like one after the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And before all that is the Wendy Peppercorn stuff, which is 
so good, so memorable. Yeah. It's like you forget that's almost a part of this movie. Movie, the fact that they do that whole thing. Squints, man. Squints He's himself the is the dude in this yeah, movie. That's too. my favorite character. Who, who did? How did they find that kid? If they, if they did, and they put the glasses on. I'd be like, okay, you're the. There are several moments where, like when they're looking through the fence at the the ball or the beast, yeah, where it's just, you know, his eyes or whatever. Like yeah. you instantly know that care. You know. It's such an right. iconic like thing to do, like the kid with the glasses, I guess. Well, that's what's it's so, so impressive, too, is like I want to I full on a 30 for 30 on the Sandlot because I want to <laughs> know if they – uh, did they cast these kids with the characters in mind and then just kind of form them to the characters? Or did they go out and just cast a bunch of kids and then create the characters around them because like, it's yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, the kid with that repeats his – yeah, brother it's and just stuff. so rare to find, especially this Timmy many. and Tommy. You can get it right one time, but it's hard to get it right eight times, ten, ten times or whatever with kid actors and have them. It's not just that they're good on screen. It's that they really seem to embody these characters. I think that's usually what kind of puts us off with kid actors is like they – even if they're good, they're not really being the character. They're just trying to, to – they're trying to be actors, you know, or maybe at best – you're trying to convince them then to like just be themselves and and you go around it with this it's like these are caricatures of characters really yeah. and yet you're getting like legitimately solid performances mm-hmm. all of them it's I think just, it's just because it's the, that group it's written in a way where we all know the, that guy we yeah, all know yeah. that big fat neighbor right. or kid in your group right. like the cartman of the, the group. big mouth yeah uh, you you all have the squints uh, you all have mm-hmm. those y'all have the token kid right. in the group it's just but they embody them so they embody well. them so well you're right um but something you totally forget about this movie it's similar to two movies in one i always feel like it's them playing baseball and you know discovering their youth and coming of age and all that with the sandlot and beating the you know them just beating the the, the rich kids could have mm-hmm. been a movie you yeah know? like that could have been yeah. the, the ending scene um but then they have this whole aspect with the dog and them trying to retrieve the ball mm-hmm. um what a freaking great sequence. Yeah. Just lead up to that it is. It, starting off with the treehouse scene, which is another, like, the s'mores scene, and then Squint's doing the whole presentation right. about the beast. Right. It's so good. And um, it, 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 you go to that later, and you forget about the Babe Ruth and the connection with the ball and them losing the ball and who is Babe. Like, it's all connected, I guess, so well there. Mm-hmm. Um but I love the ways that they try to come up with finding the getting the ball like that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it turns into I don't know Home it, Alone or right, something yes. there for a minute where they have to be smart and mm-hmm. right. outsmart this. It's very off the wall and goofy, yeah. but it plays so well for those ki- for the kids and for the audience, so that you know the, uh, that the movie's targeted to. And for that, it, it's good as for nostalgia because they only have the tools that were available to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. In those times, right. like where they use a stick and then they use a baseball glove with a vacuum and then they use right. an erector set, which were very popular during that time. Would have been the most advanced thing you could do would be to build out right. a track or whatever they do. Um, but I love that. And I, I just don't, I guess it plays on the fear of the neighbors because they just wouldn't go knock on the guy's door yeah. because yeah. they heard he killed kids or whatever. Right. And it turns out that that would have been what solved it the entire time. Uh-huh. But um, also the Mikey or the uh, the kid who puts on the PF Flyers uh-huh. and uh, and actually Benny Rodriguez, 
Um, Benny the I Jet. love that. He has to gain the courage to kind of. Yeah. He has the dream or whatever about Babe Ruth, and then he has to gain the courage to face the beast with, that lies within, and then they run around town, and it's. It's they fit a lot into such a yes. This isn't even a long movie. No, but it it's feels not at all. like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many. They cover a lot of ground. They cover a lot of ground. Um, but man, I like this a lot more on the rewatch. Like this holds up well. Um, a lot more nostalgic than I remember. And it almost feels like it was made vintagey back then. Like it almost. I was like gonna you, say like yeah. we were watching it in the '90s. And I was like, "Well, was this made in the '50s?" You I know? think and I actually like, may have thought that for a short period looking back yeah. on it. Because uh-huh. I, I know I didn't see it in theaters, which is weird. You know, the interesting, to me, the interesting part about that is that the director, David Evans, was born the year that this is set in. And so I think it you kind of are looking at nostalgia through an extra level of nostalgia sure. almost, which makes it, it's like him pining for the days of his dad's youth mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, right. To you know, and this is his kind of way of of expressing that or or um, exemplifying that. And so for us, it's a further generation away from it. And so it's just kind of I was surprised by that. I figured, you know, I've never really dug into the backstory of the Sandlot or any of that stuff. And so you haven't read the oral history, I haven't yet, mm-hmm. but I will soon. Um, I carry it in my but getting, box. <laughs> just fold it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Having getting you know getting prepared for this episode, I went back and I would have assumed that that the director was way older, at least ten years older than he is, you know. And having seen, oh, it's just so weird. The scene you mentioned it earlier, but where they're playing baseball under the fireworks um, on the Fourth of July. I mean, the most maybe the most American thing. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, like it's it's so great, Um, but. Um, as far as other baseball movies are concerned, you said mm-hmm. this isn't like the top five or something for you. Yeah. What I about so. other baseball movies? Where would you, wh- what are some of your favorites? Um, rookie of the year has always been probably my, my favorite baseball movie. Um, that one just holds a lot of, just cause of the humor or because yeah, it's funny and it's, it, you know, I was, I think I, I think that came out in 93 too. So I think I was, no, that was a little, maybe a little, maybe 92, something like that. So, they heat up the ice cubes. Regardless, like I definitely was right in the midst of my. I'm going to play in the NBA someday. It was '93 as well. I okay, '93. I'm going to play in the NBA one of these days, and um, <laughs> yeah, I just so, had to rip cartilage out of my knee. So I can <laughs> have it healed too tightly, and I right. can. Yeah, that's dunk. all it will take. That's all it will take. And so, uh, stop trying to hold my hand. I know. Um, so that was like you know you, you know that. You know in the back of your head this is ridiculous, but at the same time you're like, like this that could, could be me. Happen. It could happen. If it could happen for him, it could happen for me. It could know? totally happen Funky. more yeah. but in, love it. But love in 2016. Right. If some yeah. kid could really pitch 95, yeah. he yeah. would be in the major yeah. leagues. No, yeah. no doubt. Uh, Rookie of the Year is a great one. I think Field of Dreams is probably the best baseball movie, even as it is not to- – I don't know. That's It's almost like not even really a baseball movie in some ways. It's just that's the medium through which it tells its story, I guess. Um, uh, 61 is a super underrated mm-hmm. baseball movie. That's one of the best ones to directed me. by auteur Billy Crystal. Yes. Yes. Uh, I always think of Moneyball. As Moneyball is one. great. I, love Moneyball. I mean, uh, major league is great. I that's, money, that's a classic so bull Durham, the natural. There's so many good baseball movies and it lends itself really well. Yeah. There's, there's like so much bad news downtime. Bears. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, like, there's very few good 
football movies or basketball movies. Because they're or, like busy studying film and working out. <laughs> baseball, you spend like you can eat during a game, yeah, yeah like a exactly. full meal. Yeah, like guys go in the clubhouse and just grab a piece of chicken <laughs> in exactly. the middle of the game. It's still go, going. Take a little nap, a dump. I'll be back. No big <laughs> deal. Yeah. I'm not pitching till tomorrow. What about uh, what about Ed? Head with <laughs> Matt LeBlanc and the, the monkey, monkey. <laughs> could pitch yeah. the chimp. The ch- pitch. I thought chimp. that was a documentary though. That's one of the biggest throwaways yeah. of that movie is the fact that they didn't even get a real monkey. They just got a guy in a suit to. <laughs> oh really? Yes. No I remember. Way. Did you not know that? No, I no. haven't seen Go it back. since. I saw it in theater. I saw that in theaters. How I'm... else are they going to get a monkey to play shortstop? They had Man. to get a guy to just like act like he's <laughs> a chimp. <laughs> the fact that Matt LeBlanc was like, "All right, I'm hot." I'm on the biggest show on TV right yeah. now. Monkeys are hot. <laughs> Monkeys are always in checks in. All right, Hollywood, I'm opening up. Yeah. Just send me the scripts. Right. And then he was like, mm, this is the one. Ed and Lost in Space. Got it. I'm done. Wow. You're right. I forgot about Lost in Space. We're making a Netflix series. That's the most 90s movie of all time is Ed because it's Matt LeBlanc and a monkey. Yeah. Playing baseball, yeah. which there were like 50 baseball <laughs> movies a year in the 90s for some reason. There really was. Because of Griff. Yes, because of Kyle Ripken, Griff, baby. Kyle Ripken, Griff, and steroids, man. Yep, and because of the rocket, all praise Edmund. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't do auto- I don't do autographs. Stinky <laughs> Landberger. That was a good Busey. <laughs> it was. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now be crazier. Okay. Don't, don't call is. me Rocket. Hey kid, come here. I don't got the juice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then the rest of this podcast, we'll just be right. quoting you, another baseball. You have to. <laughs> the what? Darn it, Hoser! <laughs> Run a mucker. We should have just made this rookie of the year. Yeah, time. I tried. I tried. Fan, that was my vote when we put it, it up to the fans. Darn it, Hoser! Kent, come on. You got to do the best speech. <laughs> yeah, Give us on. a little Brigma. Yeah. Readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. <laughs> Give us the hot ice. Uh, you just the best of both worlds. There you go. <laughs> it's better when you do it. Do we need to just do a stern retrospective and just talk? We need to get yeah. him on here. He'd actually probably come on the show. Yeah, he. Uh, what does he got going on? Just he, Salem, and that's it. He had a yeah, and he does the. Uh, he's a sculptor. Let's check. I want to own a Daniel Stern original one day. Let's <laughs> check in and see what the stars of no. the Sandlot are up to. It's not nowadays. a pretty picture. Is it? Is it bad? I know Benny. Patrick, Benny Patrick the Jet. is still acting. Yeah, he's still he's still kicking it around. Uh, Benny the Jet made Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, that's right. He was in something else. Luis Espinosa or something. Yeah, yeah. Skeet. Super. He could skate super really generic. Fa- yeah. He could skate really fast, but he couldn't. No break. breaks. <laughs> Great uh, character trait there. He is a a uh, L.A. Uh, fire department fireman. Okay, now. that's all right. But he also recently assaulted a man on oh, okay. on Halloween. So <laughs> okay, char- charges are pending. So okay, cool. That's good. That was probably a good start. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm back in Benny the Jet, to be honest. So. <laughs> yeah, he in his defense, he said I started punching him, but I couldn't stop. <laughs> I don't have the brakes. <laughs> Wonder who's done the best out of the cast of here. Um, I don't see Tom yeah, Weary hasn't done much. Yeah, he hasn't done much. Squints hasn't done much. Several of these guys did uh, appearances on on Boy Meets World, so you know they had that going for him. That's a legend. That pays the bills forever. Yeah, Squints did five episodes on uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh! That's the peak. Yeah. Oh, I guess James Earl Jones, is the most successful person to come out of this. Yeah. No one. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the director of this though, David Evans, did that Ace Ventura Junior movie that yeah. I mentioned in last week's so you know newsletter. Things are going well. He made w- Wendy Peppercorn probably had the best career out of anybody in this movie. Who wasn't an already established 
actor. Yeah. Because she was in like a lot. She's been in several different things. Horror movies. They made the same lot too in 2005. Why did they decide? To <laughs> they <do> waited. <laughs> they waited 12 years. <laughs> just got a just got a story that has to be told now, guys. It's finally finally come around to me. It stars <laughs> Max Lloyd Jones and Samantha Burton. So that's how you know it's good. Mm. Classic. Two of my, that. But it has James Earl Jones again. James oh, Earl I guess Jones. the Sandlot Two is just about they're trying to get back into the yard. Oh, so it's just no. the same. I haven't even seen the Sandlot oh, Two. I haven't seen any of the sequels. Oh, they have a, they have one called the Sandlot Heading Home. That's the third one. Wow. I didn't know that. Squints was in one in two thousand seven. So <laughs> that's the Sandlot Heading Home. Okay. Squints. Hey, can you reprise the role of Squints in Sandlot <laughs> Three? Straight to DVD heading home. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. So let's hit a grade. All right. I'll go first. Okay. I'll go this. I would say a solid A upon my rewatch, but I'm going to respect young Richard a bit, (laughs) and I'm going to go A minus. This gets an A from me. Go. Brian? Uh, You know what? A plus. Oh, good I love this movie. 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. How dare you, Rotten Tomatoes? Why? What do people say? Because people didn't know then. There was no context for a kids' movie. They didn't yeah. understand. People review kids' movies too harshly. If they're they figured it out now. Yeah, Pixar's helped. Yeah, but it true. used to just be a mini view. Like, whoop! Not oh, directed it's a kids for me. Movie. I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Why am I Stupid. even here? It's not even realistic. The beast is too big. Not even <laughs> realistic. Okay, where can we find you online, Bry? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill 12 You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Richard Barden or at richardbarden.com or in the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. Kent, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison. Find our show on iTunes as well. Please leave us five stars if you so choose. Thanks to the sponsors for making this episode happen. You guys rule. And we'll see you next time at the movie. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I've got you pegged (laughs) But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face they're making me ya ya to salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.